Hey everyone, welcome to the Real Life Podcast, and we're just glad you're tuning in and listening. This is the place to talk about the real stuff and the real life and the real mess, and and sometimes not even uh, not even getting the answers. We live in the tension of trying to follow Jesus in a broken world, and so sometimes that's just learning to live in the tension. And so, anyway, that's why we call it Real Life. I am your host, Dale Satram, and I am here with my amazing co-host, Katie Jones. Hello. Katie. Good to be here. Here we go. Here we go. You know, we're in this new year, and, and uh, you know, I'm excited about 2024. How about you? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Had good holidays, good Christmas. I think we talked about that last week. Yep. So here we are. We're just cruising forward into 2024. Yep. And uh, do you have anything fun planned in 2024? Ooh, I do have a Disney trip. Disney? With a dear friend, yep. You're going to Disney? Tammy. You're going to go to that here. demonic place? Just kidding. Oh, I, I'm, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm joking. <laughs> what does it say about that in the Bible? Uh, you got to bring in that verse yeah, here about yeah. Disney. <laughs> Good for you. Uh, when? Disney, uh, February. In February. Yeah, nice. absolutely. And then, um, you know, I love to travel, but we've got, I've got the little ones right yeah, now. So trying to actually plan far trips is a little bit challenging at this time yep that's but, tough but you know we we do little things here and there my husband just said he's like we got to go to the beach more so Amen to that. this year we'll be doing beach trip good more. yeah what about you yes well um we uh we're heading to mexico did i say that last week i don't remember if you did or not but i don't either so we uh of course so we exciting. love to travel so we're heading to mexico for a couple weeks we're heading to uh, mazalan never been to mazalan before mm. so we're going there and um, then we have some other trips later on in the year since uh, we do love to travel. Yeah. And uh, looking forward to uh, to doing that. You know, you got to embrace pace. You got to keep embracing ways to recharge. And so anyway. For it's those so of you great. You and Lisa love to travel together. Like yeah. You, you know, I hear other people where one person maybe likes to travel, but the other is more of a homebody. You two yep. both are little uh, adventure buddies together. Yes, so we are. We great. are adventure buddies. Yeah. And uh, uh, absolutely. I, I noticed that early on in our relationship, we were dating. It was like, oh, this girl likes adventure. Yeah. She can play with me for the rest <laughs> of my life. That's awesome. I'm going to marry this girl. <laughs> Meant to be. Meant to be. <laughs> yep. So we're still having adventures out there. So we're looking forward to 2024 because uh, we've got a few of them on the on the books out yeah. there so awesome. for those of you listening if you like adventure go get it some adventure go do it i like it breathes life into your soul yes so today's podcast uh, katie where are we going i think we're going to be answering a question somebody yes. wrote in a question we love questions Absolutely. keep keep bringing those questions yes in, guys. thank you for trusting us that is uh part of the movement we want this to be a conversation you are a part of this conversation so thank you so much for sending in that question so i'm going to read off um, a question we got um, so it says, been listening to your podcast and I love them. You asked about topics. Deception. There is many choices on this and maybe it is too broad to ask how we figure out the truth in today's world outside of the word of God. All right. You're right. That's a really broad topic. It's a big can of worms. So uh, we're not <laughs> yeah, answering this one. <clears throat> it's difficult because, um, you know, how do we... How do we find truth? How, do, how are we not deceived outside of the Word of God? And so what, you know, what does a person mean by a question like that? Well, listen, we do have truth. We do have the Word of God. <clears throat> God's Word gives us principles. But let's face it. I mean, good grief. I mean, coming out of, of COVID, weren't we all trying to figure out what the truth is? 
I mean, I mean, the, yeah. the, the Bible wasn't written uh, for how to go through pandemics. Well, okay, it wasn't written for medical information. It wasn't. Right. I mean, it, it, it's showing us how to have a relationship with God, and and so, so, how do we find truth? What's true? I mean, you're watching the news. What's true? Uh, what's true in the medical world? What's true? You know, I remember thinking, what's true with COVID? Yeah. Remember, two yes. weeks to stop the curve. Oh, Give me a break. All the time. Well, and you <laughs> later down the road, you had, um, you know, religious leaders divided on it as well. And each of them had different verses to apply to what they thought was correct. Yeah, so, yeah, it is, it, it is hard to find the truth in right. today's climate. And mold, I mean, COVID is just one out of many. Well, it, it is, you know, and it's, again, what's, you know, truth when it comes to, you know, not to be controversial, but mm-hmm. hey, why not? What's true when it comes to vaccines? Yeah. What, you know, should I get the vaccine? Should I not get the vaccine? You know, the the, the government, the medical community says it's crazy safe, mm-hmm. but then I see other things. And you know what about i mean good grief even even truth when it comes to you know um food diet what's healthy what's not healthy i mean over the years i mean if you're if you're old like me um, how how many how many times has the government come out and over the years you know the fda uh, said that uh, what was good for you is now bad for you i mean it mm-hmm. constantly changes and so what is the truth you know should uh, you know everything I buy when it comes to food be organic, and should it be this? Should it be that? I mean, I mean, truth, yeah. truth, truth. How do you find truth? So, you know, it it just it it spills over into almost every arena of your life. It's it's uh, I don't know. I mean, after a while, it it feels like everything is so deceptive. You know, hey, what version of the news do you watch? Well, this they tell me the truth. Oh, come on. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Does anybody give you the whole truth? So, I mean, this whole thing about deception. We live in a world of deception as followers of Jesus. And how do we find truth? And again, outside of the Word of God, it's not... This person isn't asking a question that, that God's Word is irrelevant. That's not what it means. It's, it's just that there's just so many categories out there. I think we're we're influenced by things that aren't completely true. So anyway, what do we do? Yeah. Well, and I don't know if you wanted to go this direction, but I'm going to just Oh, just ask, ask it, really. Katie. Come on. <laughs> well, you know, you brought up the, the Bible, and this person isn't specifically saying we can't apply the Bible to everything, but we have gotten some mail um, saying, well, you can't. Uh, like the Bible is, you can't just base every argument on the Bible. What do you, as like a pastor that studied the Word for you know years and years, what do you think about that? Can we apply the Bible to almost every situation, or is there room? Is there spot? Because that's where I feel like a lot of the deception can leak in. People will be like, "Well, the Bible doesn't specifically call out like what we just said, COVID." And I saw certain pastors being like, "Jesus would have got vaccinated." Oh boy! Or yeah. <laughs> Oh boy! You know, based, based <laughs> off of his life and this and that, and so they try to like create this, fa- or you know, fabricate from their own minds a truth that comes out of the Bible. No, it's a, it's a really great question. Okay, I mean, it's it's, uh, it's a, there are th- certain things that are true. They're they're true. You know, two plus two is four. Okay, it's true. Um, does the Bible, you know, does the Bible give that math equation? Well, no, it wasn't written to be a, a, a math book. Okay, mm-hmm. so. Um, that being said, are there um, principles that I believe we can utilize the Bible 
to draw principles from that can apply to every area or every arena of life. Now, I do believe that. I, b- I believe the Bible is a, is, a, is a life manual. Okay, it's not a rule book. I mean, it is a life manual on how we can have a relationship with God, how we can find life with him, how we can follow him, and uh, it, it, th- there are principles. So <clears throat> regardless of, of whether the Bible is going to talk about a pandemic or COVID or a vaccine mm-hmm. or any other controversial thing, I do believe that the, there are principles in there that can give us wisdom to make decisions in the best way we can. So I'm going to try to apply this principle in that situation. So, so that's where I think the Bible is incredibly useful for everything, mm-hmm. even though it's not going to speak specifically about every event in your life. Right. So, um, you know, when it comes to this topic on deception, I, that's kind of how we'll use the Bible. We are going to use the Bible. We're followers of Jesus. We, we, to not use the Bible for our decision-making really then causes us to not be followers. Mm. You can't call yourself a follower of Jesus if you're not following the Bible. I mean, not to be controversial, but yeah. I, I'm just going to state that. You know, I, I love Jesus, but I don't follow the Bible. You cannot say that. It doesn't work that way. You're making up your own religion if you say that. We're kind of off topic here, but you just can't. You brought up, no, where you're going is exactly a question I've had. So I I don't think I'm only speaking for myself on this. So in today's climate, I have felt almost um, hushed a little bit to to say certain things because uh, I always think of that verse, don't point out the speck in your brother's eye before you've taken removed the log from your own right yeah, jesus so, did say that it, yes exactly so i do almost feel like a lot of christians have adapted that and like even though we maybe see things that are really wrong and they are biblically wrong um gay marriage uh abortion like i mean these big topics and sometimes you want to like just hush down a little bit because you're like well is one sin greater than other sin? i sin all the time and i i have sure. to seek forgiveness all the time um you know for different things obviously not not those things maybe, but um, so wanting to be a light and not necessarily um, shun people, but also like, how do you have that balance of speaking truth, but also not judging people? So you're saying, because you were just saying that um, the Bible, if you don't follow the Bible, you're not a, you're not. You're not. I don't want to put, yeah, okay. You're not. <laughs> yeah. So now, there's a, there's a difference between struggle with stuff. Mm-hmm. We all struggle with stuff. The Bible talks a lot about our struggle with the flesh, our struggle with sin. It's ongoing this side of eternity. That's one thing. But when you're basically denying biblical truths, that's different. Okay. okay. So that's really what I'm referring to. It's like, listen, I know the Bible says this, but I don't care. I still love Jesus and I'm still going to do this. No. No, Jesus said, if you love me, you obey me. He Mm -hmm. did say that. Mm -hmm. So basically, when you're blowing off God's word, you're blowing off God. There's no struggle anymore. I mean, struggle is, God, I'm trying to do the right thing. Uh, I didn't do, do, you know, uh, didn't do well today. We all have days like that. Yeah, everybody. We struggle with thoughts. We struggle Mm -hmm. with motives. We struggle with attitudes. We struggle with behavior. We struggle with, with what comes out of our mouth. I mean, that's the ongoing struggle between the flesh and the spirit, and it happens, and that's normal, and and we're all in that battle together. Mm-hmm. But we're not denying the Word of God. Yeah. We're saying, no, God's Word does say this, and, and I fell short. 
That's why I need him. I need his forgiveness. I need his Holy Spirit in my life. I need his strength. But, but when you just say, listen, I know God's word says this, but I'm going to make up my own way of following Jesus. I'm going to do it my way. That, that's, that's the original problem with humanity. You're, you're, just, you're just basically proving the whole point of what the Bible talks about. The problem's you. Get me all fired up here, Katie. We're, mm-hmm. we're not even on the right topic here anyway. <laughs> no, it is. This is. It is all about deception. Uh, and I was, and I think you're spot you're spot on with what you're saying. I do think um, people can be us and and Christians and non Christians. We all can be easily deceived. Hey, you know the person and, that we deceive the most is ourselves, Katie. Hmm. We deceive ourselves the most. We're all worried about being deceived by the world. Okay, and and that's that's legitimate. But the person we lie to the most is ourselves. Thinking that we can follow Jesus in our own way, making up our own rules, making up, you know, choosing to to cherry pick uh, biblical passages. I like this one. Oh, I don't like that one. And it, no, mm. just absolutely not. So, not, not again, not to be being, being critical, yeah. but it's it's just um, deception starts with us first. Do you think that people who, because what you were just saying, cherry picking. Do you think that you could also be deceived if you're extremely legalistic with the Bible? Uh, le- legalistic people are deceived. Okay. Just going to say it. <laughs> I just wanted to throw that out there. Thanks, Katie. With a big smile on your face. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, so y- because there are verses where you look at and you're like, whoa. And um, we actually in the future wanted to do a podcast. So stay tuned on hard verses uh, because you're right. There, It's not okay to cherry pick. But there are verses where, like, if you're struggling to read it, there's probably some context missing. Mm-hmm. Always. And you need to dig deeper. Yep. So um, I'm glad you brought that up. Sure. Yeah, well, yeah absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, so what? how can we know truth in this world filled with deception? Well, um, part of this is, is we are going to have to live in some tension because uh, as, as far as of Jesus, we have the truth of the Word of God, but... When it comes to the voices in this world, there's lots of voices telling us what, what is true. Again, whether it's politically, medically, uh, you know, education, I, mean, I don't know, just, just pick a topic. Um, so it is difficult. So I, I want to try just to give some principles. And again, I'm going to use God's word to give principles. But then here again, we're, we're going to still need some discernment that God's going to have to give us. So how do I how do I chase after truth in a world filled with deception? So here, so first of all, I think we have to be careful trusting people who have a radically different lens, uh, a secular lens. You know, in, in this next uh, podcast, we're, we're going to be talking about worldview, so I don't want to talk about it too much right now. But most of the people in this world, they're not followers of Jesus, so that means they're they're. They're committed to a, a totally different system of living. So they have a different lens. That, that lens is really described in 1 John 2, 15 through 17. This doesn't mean that these people are bad. I guess not what I'm saying. But you have to understand how they make decisions. And so I just want to read this verse. So this is the world. And, and so the world is made up of three, basically, it, it offers three things. And so the, in 1 John 2, 15 through 17, it says, Do not love the world or the things in the world. If you love the world, the love of the Father is not in you. And then it says, The world looks like this. For all that's in the world, the desires of the flesh, the desires of the eyes, and the pride of life. Okay, those, those three things. That's the world. It is not from the Father, but it's from the world. The world's passing away along with its desires, but whoever does the will of God will abide forever. So 
these are the things that, that drives the world. You know, it's, it's pleasure, possessions, and pride. I mean, that's basically is the three Ps, if you will. So you always have to be aware and be cautious. If you're listening to some authority who is trying to tell you truth, but they're not a believer, doesn't mean they're terrible, doesn't mean they're bad, but they are driven by a worldly philosophy. So they're driven by pleasure, pride, and possessions, those three Ps. So anyone who, who, is, who is driven by those three things, you need to be cautious because they're not driven completely by altruistic motives. We, we want to believe that, but they're not because they belong to a different system. They, they belong to a different worldview next week. They belong to, <laughs> and, and so since they belong to a fallen perspective, you just always have to be aware of that. Does that mean everything they're saying is not true? No, that's not what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's just that you better you better have a filter. You better recognize that their motive isn't to give you. They're not motivated by truth. They're motivated by those three things. So just, again, as Christians, this is how we live wise in a fallen world. So first of all, if it's coming from that perspective, you know, you uh, just be careful giving your complete trust. Um, I also think that uh, we just need to be people that seek wisdom. The Bible talks a lot about wisdom. How do, we, uh, how do we seek wisdom? I think we have to be willing to work for it. I think we have to be willing to educate ourselves. I think we have to stop relying on experts who belong to the world to tell us what to believe. I think it's important that we try to listen to both sides of an argument or a perspective. Uh, I think we live in a world where differing opinions are being shut down. D- d- differing opinions are good. Uh, d- listening to both sides of a perspective, it's like we've gotten to a place where we can't have dialogue. We, we uh, you know, okay, I'm so old that when I was in school, we were actually taught to think. Mm. Where we, we literally, I remember that we were told, we were taught in class to question. That was a long time ago. That was a long time ago because right now it doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> that you should question yeah. people. You should question people in authority, not in a disrespectful way. But you, you should be able to ask questions. You should be able to look at both sides of an argument. You should be able to, you know, discern, listen, uh, evaluate, make decisions. I mean, we, we, that, it's like that ship has sailed. Yeah. It's like the loudest voice wins today. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, so, so I think that, you know, when you're researching something, you know, what is true, I, I think that we have to it actually got to work a little harder. Um, you know, you, you find one source or one person or one authority that you agree with and you latch onto that and then you blindly listen and blindly follow Right. I, you know, I was just going to say, too, I think um, there's a lot to be said for you might be able to find a little bit of truth in a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. You know, be, especially because let's say you're listening to two sides or whatever. They both might be telling a little bit of truth, but what's the whole truth? And lots of times they're both wrong as a whole, but they just have sprinkled a little truth in each side. So when you attach yourself to just for you know giggles i'm just saying political party right now if your identity is wrapped up in a political party and you can't see anything else then of course you're gonna right you're you're gonna be deceived 
Well, and it's just, again, we want to believe that that people are motivated by altruistic motives. They just want the betterment of mankind. They're just trying to help people. Well, maybe I'm cynical. I don't believe that. If you're part of a fallen system, of a fallen world, okay, lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, pride of life, those three things motivate you, you're not altruistic. I mean, I mean, sorry, but I'm. Okay, this is the biblical. Now, now I'm using the the Bible to interpret life, and some people will say, "Oh, you shouldn't do that." Yes, I should. I'm not going to fully trust you because you're motivated by a, a fallen world, a fallen system. What what you're motivated by by, by your own your own uh, self promotion. You're you're motivated by money. You're you're motivated by pleasure. I mean, that's what the Bible says, and and so. Why on earth am I going to believe what the pharmaceutical company says? <laughs> I'm just going to say it. <laughs> Be- because you're, you're completely motivated out of money. Mm-hmm. You're, you're completely motivated. Uh, uh, it, it's, it's, a, it's a business. Yeah. You're not, you, don't, uh, you don't make money off of healthy people. Now, does that mean everything they've cranked out is wrong? No, that's not what I mean either. Yeah, and I was just going to say too, um, as always, little devil's advocate too, I don't think... I, I do, I think there are people out there that maybe aren't believers that can, it is possible to have good motives, well, but it's well, probably sure. in, it's probably in alignment with some of the other motives we talked about too, right? Because we all know somebody that maybe isn't a believer, but they're a beautiful, good person. Yes. But the motivation just isn't quite there. The denial of self just might not quite be there. Listen, w- without, I, I agree, Kate. Listen, I'm not, I'm not here to pick on people. We all can struggle with our own motives. It is the word of God that reveals even to me when my motives mm. are not right. Oh, yeah. So I have Same. to have the lens of God's word to even correct my motives as a pastor. I've been trying to follow Jesus my whole life, but sometimes my motives still aren't right. So if you have people out there in their own minds, in their own hearts, they might be trying to, in, in their perspective, do the right thing. But, but if they don't have the Word of God as the lens, as the definition of what our motives are supposed to be, then no, I'm not going to fully trust your motives because even though you think you're doing the right thing, you you have mixed motives. Mm. The flesh is still involved. The, 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 the worldly system is still involved. So, I, I, you know, it doesn't mean they're bad people. It, it's just without God's Word correcting us, what's correcting them? Nothing. That's the problem. So, so you just you just kind of pump the brakes with some of this stuff. Doesn't mean everything they're saying is wrong. It's it's like, but where do we get the whole truth? They have a, a narrative. I mean, good grief, like news. Good grief. Really? Yeah. There is no news source out there that tells us the entire truth. Now, some of you are, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. I'm really not. It's it's just that it, it's money. Money drives every everything. How can you trust something in, t- in its entirety if money is the driving force behind it? Such I'm not going point. to. And I would go as far to say as almost there's a new religion out there because um, we used to, I do think we used to have good, genuine journalism for the most part. But the last probably, you know, 10 years or whatnot, I don't think that there's, um, they're not as held to a standard as back in the, you correct me if I'm wrong on that. But I feel like you used to be able to somewhat trust that whoever was reporting was actually thorough with their research, their interviews. Now we don't always know that. And it's come out. I mean, you've been able to see discrepancies with reports and things like that on the news. So you just, yeah, it's so hard to find, to get to the it bottom is. of things these it, days and not know where, where, okay, what should I be standing up for? What should I be, where should I use my voice? Where should I not use my voice? Where right. Should, 
It's hard. It's really right. hard. It, it, it's hard, and that's why it takes effort because, you know, we can all uh, jump online and mm. find a source to agree with our preconceived ideas. And we can do it in seconds. Yeah. Maybe we should take a little bit more time and get a few layers deeper in our yeah. internet search, find differing views, find other people out there that might not be connected to large organizations who are driving all kinds of money. Just get different perspectives. Just educate yourself. Mm-hmm. And then I think, again, what do we do? We, I'm going to go back to the word again. James chapter 1 says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask and God will give you wisdom. Well, what does that mean? It means pray your way through this. You say, Lord, uh, what? Give me wisdom. Give me discernment. I think it's a it is a it, it's a skill that has been lost on Christians, where we we are led people, and that means in every area, every arena of our life. I believe the Holy Spirit is inside of each and every one of us who are followers of Jesus. One of his um, one of his roles is to guide us in all truth. That's what Jesus said. The Holy Spirit will do guide you in all truth. Well, that might mean the, the truth where I don't have chapter and verse, but I have to have, I, got, I still need to do what's true, Lord. I need to do what's true uh, for my family, in a relationship, uh, uh, medically, financially, yeah. um, where we live, what job I have, what career you want me to have. It's all about being led. So it's, Lord, I need to discern what you want me to do, the direction you want me to go. And uh, if you're making a decision and you think God is leading you and you're violating biblical principles, it's not Jesus leading you, okay? That, that's why you need to know the Word of God, because it's, it's, the, it's those boundaries mm-hmm. that, that keep us following Him in that direction. But you pray for wisdom. Pray for wisdom. And there's one more, one more scripture that I want to give. Listen, I, I just think that anytime you're listening to voices, and here's this, a person that, that you— you like, and uh, you know maybe they're confirming some of your own beliefs or the direction you're going. But when you listen to them, and this is going on everywhere today, they're shutting down any type of dissenting voices. Folks, you got to pump the brakes on any authority who doesn't want to have dialogue with the other side. And where do I get that from? Well, again, biblical principles. Here's here's Proverbs, you know, and I uh, love the book of Proverbs. Again, the whole book of Proverbs is about wisdom. And so, man, in these crazy days, I would encourage all of you to start spending time in the book of Proverbs. You know, Proverbs has 31 chapters in it. It's really easy. If you, so 31, the, the longest, you know, days and months of 31. So just take Proverbs, whatever day it is, read that proverb. So what is today? Today is, today is okay, whatever the day is, when this, is, this gets posted, <laughs> all right? Knows? Who yeah. knows what day it is? <laughs> that, then, then you take it and you just go to Proverbs, read that chapter. Mm, that's good. Great exercise. So this is in Proverbs 9. It says, whoever corrects a scoffer gets himself abuse, and he who reproves a wicked man incures injury. Do not reprove a scoffer or he will hate you. Don't we see that going on? Oh. I mean, people don't want dialogue. They scoff. I can I mean, vouch for this uh, in 2020. So, and this before I worked at Foothills. <laughs> <laughs> um, I and I feel I can look back. I do feel proud that um, I didn't. I never was rude to anybody or mean or anything like that. But I welcomed dialogue, and I would have um, people that would really want to fight. Right. 
And you, and I tried so hard. Jared at the time, my husband was just like, why do you even put a, in so much emotional energy into that? And he was right. <laughs> I, that's a, there's a proverb in there. I'm like, I wasted yeah. so much emotional energy with people that are so quick to insult. Yeah. Um, even, regardless of how you are um, holding yourself, you might be holding yourself to a great standard, but certain people, if they're not, if they are not going to have that dialogue, it's not even worth your time. No, it's not. And the Bible would say that. You, you don't have conversations with angry people. You don't have conversations with scoffers, people mm-hmm. who are making fun of you, who refuse to listen, who refuse to dialogue. Okay, so so if you're, if you're listening to somebody, you're putting stock into what the Bible calls a scoffer. Um, I would find another source because uh, the Bible t- says to avoid people like this. Yeah. In fact, it, it will harm you. It goes on. And it says, if you reprove or correct a wise man, he will love you. Give instruction to a wise person, and they will be wiser still. You teach a righteous person, and they will increase in learning. See, that, that's, that's what we, we want to listen to learners. We want to listen to people with some humility. We want to listen to people who can have conversations about mm-hmm. both sides of a fence. Even though if you disagree with the other side, there is respect, and there is yep. dialogue, and there is perspective. and there, So... Again, you're you're looking for people like that. You're looking for even maybe organizations who have who take that posture. Um, I'm going to put more stock into what they say than to people who are scoffing at the other side. They're shutting down the other side. They're silencing the other side. Listen, um, what we're called to avoid people like that. So uh, don't put stock in people who represent uh, that biblical perspective. So again. Are we are we answering all these questions? Well, we'll know, but hopefully we're just giving just some some perspective here. Yes, it's such a big it's a big topic. Deception is all over the place. Yeah, it's everywhere. But you said some really good things, like we are our biggest deceivers. Oh, yeah, we um, are. We yeah. lie to ourselves all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you, I don't actually know. I'm, my our conversations are bleeding together because I haven't had my coffee yet. Oh yeah, <laughs> fully finished. I'm I can't still drinking if mine. You mentioned this before we started or during, but. You brought up, this might go into biblical worldview, so Mm -hmm. uh, I'll just bring it up and you let me know. Next podcast. Okay, so you had said that if we can spout verses at people to point their their ways, but we're not living through those verses ourselves. Do you remember what I'm talking about? I do. Okay. And and that, so let's let's use this to bait everybody for the next (laughs) one. Dangle that carrot. Dangle the carrot out there (laughs) or the dark chocolate or whatever it is. You said this might make some people mad. Right. So, um, because in the next podcast, what, what I'm going to say is this. Don't be offended. The majority of Christians have a secular worldview. Boom. That is a... What? I don't... Hang on. Listen to the next podcast. The majority of Christians have a secular worldview. Not a biblical one. Not a following Jesus one. And so your question about legalistic people, you can quote the Bible, you know the Bible, you've been going to church your whole life, but... but you don't know how to love people. You beat people up with the word of God. You're highly judgmental. If that's how you're living, you, yourself, even though you're quoting the Bible, you have a secular worldview. Boom. Oof. And with that note, we'll be back. You need to listen to the next podcast. <laughs> I think we all need to listen. I, I'm curious because I, I think I want to go into it with a super because I'm like, I could totally be guilty of some of these things myself. So, so if you're listening, you're like, oof, I'm with you. We'll be back and we'll get into it. It'll be fun. And if you liked it, 
Well, of course know you what did. To do. Give us a five star review so we can get the word out. And if you already have given a five star review, thank you so much. Um, I'm pretty sure you can do it again on Apple Podcasts. So <laughs> no shame in two five star reviews here. Well, it's it's worth doubling down on five stars. Isn't yes, it? yes. It yeah. helps our podcast get more uh, views, get more. Uh, we'll get into more ears. And um, so you're a part of this. So yeah. thank you for your help. And please keep um, keep being part of the movement with and, us. And tell someone about it who you yes. think could benefit from this. You know, sometimes people just aren't ready to walk through the church doors, but they'll listen to a podcast where you got a couple crazy people like us just, yeah. you know, talking about stuff, having fun talking about stuff. Yeah. And and hopefully it's a, it's just an opportunity to have it's where you can have dialogue. Yeah. Right. Tell them, hey, do you want to hear a typical sinner ask a pastor a ton of crazy <laughs> questions? This is the podcast for you. Yeah, pastor's a sinner too, by the way. So there you go. All right, we'll be back next week. Yeah. <laughs>